Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the ShuttlePod podcast. Today is August 3rd, 2021. I am Kaylee Yacovino, and I am joined by Jared Whitley. Hello. And Brian Drew. Hello, everybody. And can you believe it? This is, although we've done more episodes than this because we're not counting supplementals or audio commentaries in this count, but this is, um, or when we're not also not counting like discovery reviews, this is ShuttlePod 99. Feels like, mm-hmm. feels like a big one or one before a big one. Yep. So the 99th traditional episode of the ShuttlePod. Which means we have to, have to do something amazing for episode 100. I know, we that's do a, indeed. That's a, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, if those of you who have suggestions for what they'd like to see for ShuttlePod 100 are welcome to make contributions to our Patreon and we will see which is <laughs> oh, the most Jesus. interesting. <laughs> Donate $101, you know, an extra $1 for good luck. We don't, don't do that. We would just waste it. No, we, yeah, please don't do that. Um, <laughs> at least we're, at least we're honest. But if anybody, no, I mean, you know, we, we will definitely be doing something, but if anyone has any ideas or something you want to hear us talk about it or, you know, feel free to drop a line. Although it might have to be a, a debrief. So uh, this episode is going to be all about the upcoming Star Trek Las Vegas convention, which is happening. It starts a week from tomorrow. Um, so next Wednesday is the first day of the con. And, you know, I think it's since it was announced that they were doing this, there were a lot of questions about what it was going to be like. What is the world going to be like in August? We're here now. Um, and a lot of things have been changing over the last couple of weeks. Um, even if you have had your your head buried beneath a rock or in a cave on Mars, you probably still have heard about the the Delta variant, particularly if you're in North America right now, since it's making its way um, across the, uh, the United States in particular um, pretty quickly. And we're learning more and more about you know the virus and whether or not you can get breakthrough infections if you're vaccinated and all these crazy things that I think, you know, at least myself, um, it reminding me of the early COVID days back in like March or April 2020 when we just like mm. had no idea what was going on and it was mm. a lot of fear and trepidation. But we do know a lot more than we did then. And yes, we do. So, you know, the, the situation is completely new, which is perhaps what's feeling familiar. Um, so this is going to play a huge role and it's going to be pretty central, I think, to the rest of our discussion today is how is that going to affect uh, the Star Trek Las Vegas convention. Yeah, because you're going to have a lot of people in the same space breathing the same air. Yeah. And yep. notably, um, this it, it's actually not called Star Trek Las Vegas this year. It is Ooh. called the 55-year mission. Right. And that is because this is the first year in a long time that Creation, who hosts the convention, does not have the official license from CBS. Right. Or now Viacom, I guess. Um, they, uh, so they can't call it the official Star Trek Las Vegas convention. And over the past decade or so, while they've had the license, um, you know, there's been a lot of direction from CBS providing them with, you know, direction on how to, you know, set up the space and how to run the whole show. Um, and so it's going to be interesting to see how the, the, the change, how the loss of that, um, that license contract, um, is going to affect the show itself. And I think it might be hard too to disentangle the effects of COVID from the effects of that license change. Yes, absolutely. Is this something that's just this year, or is that going to be ongoing, or do we not know? At least for the next few years, I think. Right? I mean, Reed Pop is doing the official con in Chicago next April. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine that's a one-shot deal. That ha- I think that the whole idea behind that was is that they were going to take the convention on the road. So it'll be in Chicago next year. Maybe the following year it'll be in Florida. Maybe the year after that, it'll oh, be in Los so Angeles. In the same place. No, they're going to, the idea is to move it around. So, so I would imagine if they have that, if they're going to be doing that, they are going to have the, the contract for at least, I don't know, three or four years, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty standard time frame. Yeah. Right. I would think so. I think the creation's last contract was four years, I think. And and there are still 
plans for a Star Trek Las Vegas or I guess 56 year mission, 57 year mission. Right. Um, the Rio where it's always, well, it's where it's been held for the last uh, handful of years. Before that, it was at the Hilton. But since it's moved from the Hilton, it's been at the Rio for a long time. Um, the Rio is going to finally be undergoing, uh, although they've said this for the last few years, but I think it's real this time. They're going to be it's finally real. undergoing yeah. like a massive, complete, basically tearing the whole guts out and redoing the whole yeah. place, I think. She's going into dry dock for an extensive refit. Extensive <laughs> refit. We don't, hope. Don't, don't tell Captain Decker. <laughs> Just... Just don't show up before Tuesday. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but look, the, I'm the first person to say how much I do not like the Rio as a hotel. The convention yes. center is fine. but it the rest is of fine. It, it's Absolutely. Gro- it's a gross. It's a gross yeah. hotel. It's old. It's rundown. It's not nice. Yep. Yeah. And in a year like this, when obviously there are health concerns, a place like yeah. that is even more of a. Petri dish. Yeah. Yeah. So there should, in any event, there should, there will be, as of now, there should be a, a Las Vegas-based convention next year, yes. and that will be at a different convention center in Vegas. Yes, they already booked another hotel. I, I failed to remember the name of it at the moment, but it's on the Strip, and then they will be back at the Rio the following year. That's the plan. So yep. you know it. Who knows what's going to happen with COVID continuing to hurt people's businesses and sure. you just change the world. But um, cross your fingers, things keep going as planned and, and we don't lose the Vegas convention because that's it's been real central to a lot of the fans who go to that, including us. Like it's a it's a big deal. It is. Because it's where you go to see your friends, your Star Trek friends <laughs> every mm-hmm. year. It's, it's also a very accessible place to go, right? Yes. Well, it's, for us. And, you know, there's a lot of... Obviously, there's a lot of entertainment options, but even if you don't like staying at the Rio, there are plenty of other places to stay right there. Mm-hmm. At a, you know, you, you're, you will find your price point somewhere in Las Vegas. Yeah. And you can't say that about a lot of other places. I mean, I, a lot of people used to, you know, mock creation picking the Rio, but in many ways, it's kind of like the sweet spot because the rooms aren't that expensive. They have a large convention center that is in pretty good shape. So, it you know, you kind of... You, 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 I mean, as much as the Rio itself kind of drives us crazy, I, it, it makes total sense why they use it and why they're in Vegas and not in New York or L.A. Yeah, that yeah. would be that yeah. would scare people away. Yeah. So I think we'll and we will talk about this later when, when we preview the official con. But I think they're going to have a challenge with that official con in Chicago. Yeah, and if you guys remember, we covered this in the shuttle pod. Oh gosh, back in must have been like 2015, 2016, the 50th anniversary. Yeah, the 50th oh, that's right. Yeah, it was the 50th. Um, when they did um, Mission New York. Yep. And Brian, you went to that. I did. Me and Lori and Christine. And what um, was? I mean, what was your experience with that? Uh, it was because this was at, you know I bring it up because it's run. It was run by Reed Pop as well, which are the people who have the license now. Yeah, so it was like a um, test run. It was. It was. It took place at the Jacob Javits Convention Center in New York. And for those of you who do, don't know it, it is an immense um, facility. It's like three or four city blocks long. It's very, very big. Holy and cow! It's an island unto itself on the west side of Manhattan. It's, 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 it's on the west side of Manhattan, and it's just gigantic. It's where the New York City Comic Con is held. Um, it's where a lot of major audio sh- auto shows are held, boat shows. Like a lot of the things that you hear about these big official shows that you hear for these trade shows, most of them are at the Javits. Like the, to- the toy fair every year that like we go to and look for new Trek stuff, is it takes place there. It's an absolutely immense facility. And it was too big for a Star Trek convention, for one thing. Um, Trek yeah, that, does not have that big. kind of... Yeah, Trek does not have that kind of following at least not at the moment um even trek at its peak could not have filled the javits um read pop does not read pop sells as many tickets as they can sell pretty much unlike creation who only sells as many tickets as they have seats so you can get in if you want to go if you buy a creation ticket you will get into any panel you want to go to mm-hmm. read pop is not like that mm. read pop sells you a ticket and then how you get into a panel is up to you really um 
So there was a lot of issues with that because there were a lot of Star Trek fans at that convention who had only been to creation conventions and were not happy when they could not get in to see the TNG cast or see William Shatner or like, you know, there was a bunch of very early discovery panels at that Nicholas Meyer and, Mm. um, Mm. and a few other people were there and like, so, I mean, they, they, I'm not saying that the con won't be fantastic. It may well be, but I think, I hope they took a lot of lessons from what happened in New York because there was a lot of people that were not thrilled with that experience. I certainly wasn't. Hmm. Well, we can hope that, you know, I think a lot of people had similar experiences to what you describe and, you know, CBS did this trial run on purpose so they could see how it went. So hopefully they, they took that to heart and think about making improvements. I would like to think so. I mean, like I said, the Chicago, I don't know the area of Chicago where the convention is taking place very well, but it, it sounds like, you know, the hotels will be more expensive there. I think it's yeah. most of the hotels are at least a couple of hundred a night. Yeah, it's a pretty pricey area and it's really yeah. hard to find hotels there. It's right yeah. on the lake in a pretty desirable area. So, yeah. So, I mean, so they're going to have a challenge, you know, making it appealing to a lot of fans, you know, from a financial standpoint. So. I think moving it around is smart. I think, I think so yeah. too. Yeah, I just think I, they I, have I, to I be very very smart about how they where they go. When you know what I mean, like, yeah. like you were saying, they're in a pricey area in Chicago. Maybe next time you don't you don't get as quite as swanky about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, maybe that was a mistake for the first one. Yeah. But, so well, we'll see. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, it may end up going really well. You know, uh, Repop are used to throwing events of every shape and size, so. They may have the secret sauce in order to how to make this work. So I'm sure they had to sell CBS on it somehow. So, And if you want a little taste of, because like I said, we, we talked about this on the shuttle pod, but probably before and after um, Miss New York happened. And like, one of, I don't, maybe I'm the one who finds this funny. Anyway, I'm going to mention that. That's right. On the, the episode where we talked about the upcoming Mission New York and how they were planning for it and everything, I had called for some reason. I had called the Mission New York whatever phone number on their website, and the they had recorded. You guys remember this? No. They had re- they had some like recording you call and it's like a computer, right? And they had made this recording. They were like it was like people who had never seen Star Trek trying to be hip about Star Trek. And it was oh, no. like, I loved it oh, so no. much. Oh, it was like, it was like your mom trying to your, get down with remember, the memes yeah. kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> they're like, make sure you make your Delta Quadrant hotel reservations and like stuff like that didn't make sense. Super awkward. And we record, I recorded a clip of it and we played it on that episode. And oh. I just think everyone should go listen to it because it Absolutely. makes me smile. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. That's yeah. That's an example of <laughs> so trying too good. hard. This is this is why reporters for the last fifty years have just when they're writing lazy or headline writers, I should say, will just say, uh, "Blank blank is boldly going," right. or, mm-hmm. or something something at warp speed. It's like uh, just Star Trek convention beep. beams into Chicago. Beams, exactly, that's yeah, the other right, one. Right, yeah, right, right. there's like they three or four resist. that they go to. They can't resist. So. But the topic at hand, um, I mean, I yes. think this is this is all important contextual information. But what we really want to know, because it's coming next week, is what this convention is going to be like. So yep. before we dive into COVID, because I think we have a lot to say about that, I want to know if what y- what your guys' thoughts in general are on creation not having the license this year. I think it'll be a good change of pace to have someone else try to do it. We'll see if it's uh, better or worse or just different. Uh, I've spoken to people who have gone to these kind of non-licensed trick conventions that Croatia runs, and a lot of them think that they're better because they're not being overseen by corporate, you know, Viacom, CBS, Paramount, whatever you want to say. Yeah. And that it might be a little more loosey-goosey, you know. So, I'm excited about it. I'm I'm sure they're not thrilled that they lost the license. Um, Yeah. But, and obviously this year is going to be a major challenge for them. I know Creation Creation's had a very hard time during this entire year and a half trying to keep themselves afloat. So, Yeah, if you run a business that packs a lot of people together into <laughs> big spaces yeah. that are inside and that's your whole business, COVID's not a great time for you. Yeah. No. 
So they're, they're, I'm sure they're struggling. And you know, Reed Pop is probably struggling too, but Reed Pop is, I think, is a bigger company. Creation, even though it's an, an old company and it's been around a long time, is a pretty small kind of a mom and pop kind of an operation. A lot of the people that work for Creation have been working there for decades. Yeah, literally the guys that started it are the ones that are still running it. Yeah, Adam Malin. Which is kind of cool, actually. And, yeah, and Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and, you know, like a lot of people, you know, Trek movie folks and other people I've been talking to about it keep bringing up this idea of the, the license changing. And um, I don't know that it's going to change a lot, at least not at first, um, particularly because the focus is so on COVID this year, but also because creation, you know, like some people are acting like it's some emergency. Like, oh my God, they don't have the license. What are they going to do? And it's like, you know, they, this is the, I think this is the 50th year that creation has been in operation. They've been doing yes. this for a long time. Mm-hmm. They know how to run a convention without a license. Yep. And I think, you know, it was probably 10 years ago or, oh gosh, 10 or 20 years ago at this point that they, you know, they had been regularly running Star Trek conventions without the license in Vegas. They had been, even with when they had the license, they were running other non-licensed Star Trek conventions. So mm-hmm. I think when, when CBS exerted a little bit more control over them, I've been going to the Star Trek convention in Vegas since 2006, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're a vet, Kay. Yeah, at this point, that's I want to think about how many years that's been. Um, but I've seen. I would it imagine the change. dealer floor doesn't have very many surprises for you at this point. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> it's the same. Those plates. They're all people with the plates are always in the same spot. Those unwanted action figures from '93. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's changed. I was going back when it was the Hilton, and then it, it's been morphing a lot since it's come to the Rio. It's evolved a lot, um, and I think CBS exerted more control over it. Gosh, I don't know how many years ago now. Um, at least five or six years ago. Yeah, I would say when they got there, when their license was renewed the last time. Yeah. You could see there was a noticeable change in the, in the way the con was presented visually and its content. You could tell that they were much more hands-on than they had been. John Van Sitters, who is you know head of licensing and products over at, at Viacom, CBS, he was there all the time. Oh, yeah. Overseeing everything. So. Oh, yeah. And I don't think he was the only CBS executive there, but he was the most visible one. He's the one we all know. So. He's the front man for that. Yeah. Operation. And from sort of secondhand sources, you know, what I was told was that CBS basically was like, hey, you got to snazz this up a little bit. You had the official license. You know, this nothing's changed with this convention in the last 30 years. You're just like putting the same people on stage, telling the same stories, no decorations, like just getting money for autographs we need this to be more than an autograph farm mm. and they stepped up their game so i don't know i think they've i think creation have learned a lot and i think i think so too i think i think you know the, I, I don't think the, the loss of the license is going to be a problem no i mean people still refer to it as stlv i mean it's going to remain if they stay in vegas and if they keep attracting the talent it will remain star trek las vegas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whether they call it something yeah. by any other name it'll still be stlv oh yeah so my hope is that whoever is hosting panels gets to questions from the fans faster than creation historically has done. That <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. There's a lot they could improve upon. Yeah. Yep. Like, like more panels with women, less yep. um, booth babes in scantily clad costumes, bringing the men on stage. They haven't done that in a while, though, have they? I think the last they did that. Like, they still do that. The cos- they? They're cosplayers, and so on the one hand, it's like, oh, cool, support the cosplayers. But it's like, why are they all like thin, sexy women in sexy costumes only? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that's another discussion for another podcast. Indeed. So this year, there are going to be a ton of guests. There have been a number of cancellations. I do believe a lot of those are actually due to a scheduling conflicts. Um, but a lot of them are probably due to COVID as well. But there are still a lot of big people coming. So the headliners this year are William Shatner, George Takei, Nichelle Nichols. Might be her. They say this a lot, but it might be her last convention appearance. Oh yeah, I, I thought her last one was her last one. <laughs> so yeah. too. I don't know. I don't yeah, know that the, the, this should uh, be happening. That's a, that's a whole. You want to talk about you know, a whole other topic? Nichelle's a whole other topic. Yeah, agreed. We don't want to. Um, we don't want to go there. No, but that suffice to say that yeah. Um, so Walter Koenig, Jerry Ryan, Kelsey Grammer will be there. Kelsey Grammer. Oh, that's awesome. Dr. Mm -hmm. Frazier Crane himself. That's right. Uh, to me, he's Sideshow Bob. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. 
You should ask him a Spider Bob question. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him because this is, I, I don't know if this is his first Star Trek convention, but it's certainly one of his first. It's not common for him to be there. So, no, no I've never heard so. of that. Yep. That's really exciting. Um, Shore Agdashlu, who's maybe more famous from The Expanse. Yes. Um, is going to be there. Uh, Brent Spiner is going to be there. In total, there's going to be 144 guests. There are 16 Discovery actors that will be 114, there. Like, 114 guests, not 144. I said 144? Yeah. 114 guests. 114. Yeah. There are 16 Discovery actors. We've got Anthony Rapp, Mary Wiseman, a slew of others. Um, five actors from the Picard series, including Issa Briones, who's the star of the show, the Soji and Dodge. Uh, Jonathan Delargo, who plays Hugh, and Michelle Hurd, who plays Rafi. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been a lot, like I said, there have been a lot of people who have canceled as well. Um, uh, Sonequa Martin-Green uh, just recently canceled. Um, and a handful of other actors who are currently filming Star Trek f- shows have canceled. And um, a lot of those say that they're due to, to scheduling, you know, professional Com- scheduling conflicts or something and i think probably a lot of that's true mm-hmm. do, do you think some of it might not be true though well there are places where it doesn't give a reason if you can go on the website and see all the cancellations mm. and um you know i i think because a lot of them canceled way earlier way back when everyone was all happy-go-lucky that we were coming out of the we were coming out of the the covid times and everything was getting better and better and they were still canceling so you know and and things in the situation in Canada for those filming in Canada have been really changeable where um, right now I believe the situation is that if you go to Canada from the U.S. or from wherever, um, you may have to quarantine or you may like not be allowed in under certain ways. And it's like up to the 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 person at the border what happens to you when you go in. So a lot of actors on various shows that are filming up there are saying they are not going to leave Canada because of that, because they don't know if they can get back. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah makes total So sense. there's a lot of considerations for people who are filming the Star Trek shows right now in Canada. Anyway, I mean, Sonequa, I think discovery just wrapped. So I, I think she's done, but who knows? You know, she's got, she got a baby at home too. So she might just want to go home. Yeah. I, it, I think it would be difficult to drag her to one of these if she has yeah, something so. that big going on. Yeah, yeah. And she and was LeBart. just promoting Space Jam as well, I think. So, oh, that's right. She might still be doing that. Yeah, so she's yep. got contractual obligations to promote that. Yeah, that's mm. right. That movie needs all the help it can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? No, of course not. Just <laughs> no. I kind of want to. Um, uh, my, Michael Jordan had so much charisma; it could fill the entire 1990s. Yeah. In two different sports, and it did. One that he wasn't good at, and LeBron James has no charisma at all. <laughs> terrible. I heard it's, the movie itself overall apparently is just terrible. Oh. I'm sure. So moving on down the list of cancellations, and I'm sure that COVID, is, and rightfully so, is a reason for some of these people. Um, Lavar Burton, Gates McFadden, Al- Alexander Siddig, yeah, Robbie Duncan McNeil, Jonathan Frakes, Michael Dorn. Um, Doug Drexler, who was going to be there, is canceled. Ethan Phillips and Marina Sirtis, the self-named convention queen, also canceled. Yeah, I had a kind of... Oh, they they, they all canceled? That Those were all canceled? Those oh, were yikes. all cancellations, yeah. So a lot of big oh, names yikes. that aren't going. A lot of big names that are, though, still. I, I wanted um, to hear LeVar Burton talk about being on Jeopardy because he just yeah. finished his... his yeah, it would be fun to he, listen to that. He yeah. did a great job. I Way better so. than Anderson Cooper. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, some of these folks, obviously, some of them are older. I mean, that could be a concern to some, obviously. Well, especially if there's a infectious disease concern. If you're yeah. at a yeah. high risk, you don't want to... Why, right. why take a risk to do something you've done a million times already? Yeah, exactly right. So unless you're yeah. really hurting for the cash, you might just... Exactly. But then there's a lot of people who aren't hurting for the cash and who, you know, who are going. There's, you know, William Shatner... Headlining yeah. the thing. Brett Spiner's going and a lot of people. So, I mean, and then yeah, a lot I mean, of Discovery actors and Picard actors. So, you know, yep. kind of half and half. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. And I guess we can talk about that. Um, is how they're going to handle autographs, how they're going to handle, especially photos. How do you, how do you handle all that? So there, there have been some COVID protocols 
put in place by creation and these have evolved. Um, I guess we can talk about this a bit and then get into the real COVID stuff that's all come out in the last week or so. Um, but for the last several weeks or months, even there have been um, some kind of protocols again, that have been evolving, you know, when it's like, well, they're putting sanitizer stations, like, okay. Um, they have a quote unquote, and in all caps on the website, no touching policy for photo ops, which, autographs and meet and greets. Which, which is what it should be anyway. <laughs> and some photo ops and autographs, this is what gets me. This is what really gets me. Some photo ops and autograph sessions may have a thin plexiglass barrier between the attendee and celebrity guest, dependent upon individual preference of the celebrity yeah. guest. So if, if they want to invoke uh, salad bar rules, they can do that. Yes. So you have to <laughs> lean around the plexiglass to sneeze on them. <laughs> so, well, if that's what we have to do, then we have to do that. <laughs> I mean, I could, see, I could see Shatner doing something like that. He's 90 years old. But then why yeah. do it at all? Yeah, I agree. I would I love agree. to hear from someone, and I, I don't mean this in a, in a mean way. I, I just don't understand. I would love to hear from someone who would want to get a photo op with the plexiglass. Autograph, yeah. I could kind of see, especially if it's like, oh, it's sure. the only time I'm going to be able to meet them or whatever. Right. But you want a picture? I mean, on the one hand, my mind is like, who cares? Like, we all know what it was like in 2021. Maybe it's just, just dates the photograph. But it just seems mm. so odd to me. Yeah, very odd. I agree. They're expensive. They are. And and in my experience, you don't really do it for the picture. You do it to meet them, right? Yep. That's true. That's true. That's so maybe that's it. what it's more about, and they don't care if the glass is there. Yeah. I think it would yeah. make it a less magical experience, though. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. It's just bizarre. There is one photo up. There's two of them. Well, although I don't know how much the TNG one is going to happen anymore, but there's two group photo opportunities. One is with the original cast on the bridge, the recreation that it creation has of the bridge. Oh, so it'll cool. be Shatner, Michelle, George, and Walter on the bridge. You can make that work where everybody can kind of stand apart and be on the, you know what I mean? You, that can happen. And then there's supposed to be a 10 forward thing, but I think poor Brent is there by himself. <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. I think all of his dance partners all canceled on him, so it's just kind of Brent there by himself. I don't know if the you and Data in, in ten forward, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can play so many roles. Just uh, yeah. have him getting to the mindset of when he um, just blew when us he, all away and, in and the brothers. in the acclaimed season seven episode masks. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you, you. I went there. Much better. Oh my choice. God, that could be. You could totally do a photo op with that. I would. I mean, that I would do with the plexiglass. Mm. The other yeah. thing, this is, my, my husband made this point when I brought up how weird I thought it would be to do the plexiglass photo op. He's like, well, you could do the ship out of danger scene. Oh, that would. <laughs> <laughs> um, given, given that Mr. Nimoy is no longer with us, I think that might be a little disrespectful. Aww. But you could shit. do it. It is kind of maudlin too, because... <laughs> Yeah, but but I think it's funny. I hope you do it. Your your husband is a very clever young man. If someone out there listening does that, I will buy you a drink at the con. Please send us the picture. Show me the picture, and I'll I'll buy you a drink, and we'll we'll shout out to you on the pod. (laughs) That is hilarious. Yeah, so definitely going to be a challenge there, you know, and that's a big money maker for all involved. Yeah, creation the celebrities themselves. That's a total unknown, I think, for a lot of... I mean, obviously, Creation, you can order tickets ahead of time. So Creation has some idea what the demand's going to look like, but... Yeah, but they have to be worried about what the ROI is going to be on a lot of these things. Because if there's too mm. many barriers, then our... You know, so to speak. Tw- 25... <laughs> <laughs> well said. If, if there are too many barriers, so to speak, then and 25% fewer people want to do this, uh, they could really eat into their into their profit yep yeah so the whole thing's a wild card yeah and one thing that's real big wild card for me is seeing what the attendance is going to be like in general uh, i think yes. it was always even if things were still looking super hunky-dory i think the attendance was still going to be slightly lower than normal because there's a lot of people that are still either immunocompromised or for whatever reason um you know uncomfortable traveling at all or going to a convention at all which obviously is a is a well-founded concern um, but with the last couple of weeks, which I think we, it's about time we can dive into this timeline of what's happened the last couple of weeks. 
Um, I think that's number's going to go down a lot more. Seeing a lot of people on Twitter and, you know, the Facebook groups talking about canceling. Um, a lot of people staying, yeah, I'm going anyway. I feel safe. I'm fully vaccinated. What have you. So mm-hmm. I think that'll be really interesting to see how it feels in there. Is it going to feel like light? Will it will it feel like a high school reunion where for some reason half the class couldn't come? Yeah, yeah. But let's 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 go through this. Um, so I wrote down this. I, I made a timeline for us to talk through this because, like I said, the last couple of weeks is when the um, you know the COVID has sort of hit the fan a little bit. The Delta's hit the fan, <clears throat> um, and we've been getting a lot more information, you know, from the CDC and and who and things like that about what we know about COVID and, and how even vaccinated people need to be, cha- you know, re- reassessing their behaviors. And at the same time, a lot of things are going on at creation to mitigate all this. So, all right, take you back. What? This is only like a week or so. Um, July 26th, Monday, July 26th, COVID releases guidelines that all attendees must be masked regardless of vaccination status. Mm-hmm. And that um, at the time, None of the mask mandates in Nevada had been changed. This was a, you only need to wear a mask if you are unvaccinated right. or a liar. Um, later that day, uh, convention goers start to notice the very limited hours for restaurants at the Rio. And I think this is actually yes, a big thing did. for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were chatting about this on Twitter and on the Facebook groups. People noticing that some of the restaurants are just closed entirely. Um, no, and some of them are only open on weekends or at random hours. Um, and this was all of a sudden like, okay, is nothing going to be open at the Rio? We're not going to have anywhere to eat. Because you can't, it, you know, for those of you who haven't been to Vegas, everything's farther away than you think it is. Yep. Yes. You like getting yourself just from your room to the front door of the hotel couldn't be a 20 minute venture. Yeah. Well, and, and Vegas does that intentionally to make people walk past uh, uh, slot machines and things. Yep. Yep. So getting out, getting out and getting food and getting back can be a couple hours. You know, it's not like a quick run to the store or something. Um, so this is where th- I think a lot of people at this point are like, all right, uh, yeah, the, the, the first one, the first row fell. They're like, I'm out. I was already w- feeling weird about this. Delta's getting worse. The Rio's going to be closed. I'm out. Hmm. Next day... Tuesday, July 27th, the Nevada governor issued a mask mandate regardless of vaccination status. The following day, Wednesday, July 28th, uh, in the background, creation is, I'm sure, and I mean this in a loving way, running around with their hair on fire, you know, trying to, there's so many, so much information coming at them. Yeah, trying to get information out to the guests. And to their credit, I think they've done a pretty good job of communicating. I think so, too. On the 28th, they confirmed special opening hours for the restaurants at the Rio to assuage the earlier fears that fans had noted about the closed restaurants. Yeah, um, I think that might have happened a little too late. Yeah. Yeah. I think they certainly probably lost some people who used that as like the last straw for themselves to yeah, not yeah. come. I mean, we got we got kind of freaked out. At, like, what were we going to do? I mean, at one point we were looking at the schedule, it, like the All-American Grill was the only thing that was open all the time. We were going to be like, Ugh. what, is everybody going to go to the All-American Grill? There's there's no way I could handle the, that love. No, but even like, but even if you could handle it, like just the amount of people trying to pile into one area would have been horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm. It'd be so little available. And you know, that was, that was at the point where it's like, oh, should we like just cancel all together? And then right mm-hmm. then, I think Tony mentioned it to creation and they would and they're like yeah we're on it and they're talking to the real we're gonna put we're gonna put something out about it and they did right away so and uh, you know to mixed you know it it didn't solve everything for me yes the starbucks is going to be open and yeah the voodoo steakhouse is open thursday friday and saturday for dinner and it's super expensive the mexican restaurant they didn't know um the all What what about the indian place they didn't mention it I like that place. The All American Grill is actually, according to that, the thing that the creation put out is only open Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the con starts on Wednesday. Um, the breakfast place, Hash House A Go Go, is open every day of the con from seven to noon. Right, so it normally is breakfast, yeah. but that's normal. But still, it's not an option for dinner. Um, and there are some others, but I don't need to list all of them. But just to show mm-hmm. you, like, there's still not going to be a lot. There's still right. a lot closed. 
Yeah, and like and star and the Starbucks thing is actually an issue too because only one of them is open. There's two Starbucks. Oh, is that confirmed? Only one of them? I, I I was told the only one that's open is the one near the convention area, not the one near um uh near the Ipanema Tower. Ipanema Tower. So yeah. that in and of itself could be an issue because those things have huge lines in the morning. Oh yeah. Well all day, really. Yeah. So I don't know, that could be may not be true, but like I that's what I had heard. The only one open was the well, that's the only one they conf- that creation confirmed was the one right. the, the right. one in the convention. Oh, and I guess they're serving some kind of food, but like, I wouldn't put too much stock in that. Right. Well, creation's going to do what they normally like do. Like they had quarks in the past where you could get like you know quick it's sandwiches, just like a and pre-made like, sandwiches. That's been yeah, and I think they have like some burgers and hot dogs. Like it's pretty small stuff. It's not great. No, no it's not. No, so it's what you're saying is we should bring bread. snacks. Yeah. That oh, seems yeah. to be the yes. message of Shuttlepot episode ninety nine. <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag the undiscovered country of bringing snacks. You yeah. take if you take one lesson away from this podcast. Yep. Um, so that's where, where are we at now? We're at Wednesday, July twenty eighth. Is that last week? Christ, that was last week. That was only a week ago. Um, people are still kind of dropping, but you know, I think that the announcement about the restaurants helped, but maybe not as much as if they just said it's all open. Um, a couple days later. Um, I mentioned this because it's, it's a thing of note, but it's one of uh, example of a few. Um, Friday, July 30th, the Trek Geeks Party, which is an unofficial offsite event that they, they've hosted every year for the last several years. Um, they canceled that party. Right, with fan oh, sets. Oh, boy. The whole yeah, it's set. the fan sets Trek Those Geeks. pins, right. Yeah, they, they do. Trek Geeks, our friends Bill and Dan throw a party every year with in in cooperation with fan sets who do those pins that everybody likes to wear. The really nice enamel pins. The enamel pins and the various shows and different things. And that was going to be a thing this year. And then that went down. And it had to. I mean, the, the, the facility, the places that they use for these are not huge places. So there's just, there was no way that was going to be viable under the current circumstances. Yeah. And they released a really nice announcement saying, you know, with a heavy heart, we weighed this, but there's just, it's just not yeah. safe to do I mean, this. Nobody, I, I'm friendly with Bill and nobody wants to go to STLB more than Bill Smith. And just, if they're canceling, then it's, <laughs> it's serious. Yeah. I think, and I mentioned that here in particular because, you know, I felt the same way. And I think it freaked a lot of people out like, wait, they're not coming? Yep. Mm. And then, Maybe maybe the biggest thing so far happened later that day on Friday, less, this last Friday, just two days ago, um, Creation announced that all convention attendees must either be vaccinated, fully vaccinated, or show a negative COVID test. Um, and then vaccinated attendees will get a special wristband that they wear the entire time. Vaccinated attendees, or sorry, non-vaccinated but negative COVID test attendees will get a wristband that lasts three days, and they need to produce another negative test. Um, so they can get like a Thursday to Tuesday to Thursday wristband, and then like a Friday, Saturday to Sunday wristband. Um, and so I don't know. I'm. I think it was like a. I'm feeling. I'm glad that they did that, but. Yeah. We've also seen events around the world. There was an event in the UK, I believe, where they had a similar setup and there were still some outbreaks. And and what they said afterwards was that, you know, their mistake was allowing the the COVID tests to be valid for 72 hours instead of requiring a test that day. Oh, yikes. Um, And so that these the creation is requiring that you show a negative COVID test within within 72 hours of attending the convention. Right. So, I don't know. I think they could have gone a little further, frankly. I mean, everybody's going to have to wear masks anyway. So True. Theoretically, the, the chances of an outbreak are smaller, obviously, if everybody's masked. So. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Knowing that everybody, the person next to you has definitely been vaccinated, is def- it definitely gives you peace of mind. It would be ideal, but we're not at that point yet, unfortunately. And they're going to have sanitation stations like, you know, most places do these days, you know, where you can clean your hands as often as you'd like. Yeah, it's like a bare minimum at this point. Is to put yeah, out it, the really, it really is. It really is. So they're going to have a little bit of testing on site, apparently. Yeah, they said they're going to have tests available, some tests available on a first come, first serve basis. Yeah. Um, 
So you can't count on them having one for you. Yep. So if you're not vaccinated, get a test, you know, go to the CVS or whatever. I'm sure you can go to one in, in Vegas, get a test and bring that, I would say. Yep. No, it's definitely going to be a, it's going to be a different feel this year. That's for sure, guys. Yeah. Actually sounds kind of grim the way you describe it. <laughs> I don't mean to, to make it sound grim. I mean, I'm still going. Yeah, we'll be there, but it's, I mean, you can't sugarcoat it. it it's kind of, it's, it's compromised, heavily compromised. So, uh, you know, I think it's too, a lot about tempering expectations. Yes, that's definitely an aspect of it. No question. If if I'm going and thinking I'm going to have a raucous Vegas time like I normally do, <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed. Right. Yeah. This will not be the hangover part four. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, the social aspect of it is definitely curtailed. The people that, I mean, we're going to see each other, but we, we, we talk to each other all the time. So, like, it's. It's a little different. We, we do, you know, we, and we're obviously going to see each other. That's the driving force behind it. But we're also going to see people we don't often talk to, and, but, yeah. but are fond of. And that's the part, that's the aspect of it that's going to suffer the most. We'll see the rest yeah. of us, the Trek movie folks, we're all going to see each other and hang out together a lot. But like a lot of the people that we would normally socialize with, either are not going to be there or we're going to have to be kind of careful about how we go about socializing with them. Yeah, a lot of the convention for me is running into people at the yeah. bars, oh, sure. yeah. um, meeting new people at the bars, and that that's my favorite part, is that yep. socializing that's sort of random and, and organic, and that's not going to be there this year, No, which is fine. I, you know, what I've been saying to people who are on the fence, and I'm explaining about why I've decided to still go, is I've explained that I've recast my own expectations for the event and my own... Um, you know, sort of conditions for for success. What do I define as a successful con this year for me? And, you know, it's been a rough year and a half, I think, for everyone. For everyone. Probably yep. everyone listening to this could use yep. a vacation. Yes. You know, whether you believe it or not, take some time off, please, uh, if you can. Um, I know I need a vacation. I need some time away from work. Mm-hmm. I need to see my friends. I haven't seen you guys in two years. I know. No, you were here in uh, May. I saw you. That's true. <laughs> sure, whatever. I see you all the time. It's fine. I know. I know. Um, we just don't talk about it because we don't want to make everyone else jealous. That's right. Of course. You weren't supposed to tell. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. I haven't so, seen, yeah, but I haven't seen you guys in two years. Both of you. Two years. Yeah. 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 So for me, I've just recast it as, like you said, Brian, I'm going to see my friends. And I'm going to to see you and to see... You know, other folks that, that we know in the Star Trek world, um, right. folks like John Champion, mm-hmm. um, you know, over at Roddenberry and and folks like that. Um, but it won't be the same. We can't just hang out in bars for hours and end drinking but, and, and yeah. bullshitting with people. Yeah. We'll have to do that sort of on our own. We'll have to like pl- be a little bit better at planning and if we want to see anyone and things like that. Yep. Yeah, but you know what? We will make this work. If people are creative, and I, I said this about last week i said if people want to get creative about this you can make this whole thing work for yourself you just just got to be realistic about what this is going to be like right and like you said you have to plan ahead yeah it's harder to wing it anyone still on the fence going i mean i know a buddy of mine is like waffling back and forth each day and he's gonna wait till the last minute before he cancels which is just prolonging his agony but Mm. you know i told him i told him i don't think you can make a wrong decision no. If you're not comfortable, don't go because you yep. won't be comfortable the whole time. Right. And you're going to be yeah, sitting seriously. in a hotel room and then you'll just be miserable. Yeah. And, and some people are have are understandably fed up with wearing masks. And so if you don't want to be in a place where you're going to have to wear it constantly, then that's the deal breaker for you. Yep. Yeah. And if you're not comfortable with people knowing your vaccination status, because they're going to know based on your wristband, apparently. That is true. That's an excellent point. So if you're not comfortable with that, then you shouldn't, then you, you maybe shouldn't come because yep. You're, yep. that's how it's going to be. Yep. You know, the world is a weird and different place right now and we're all trying to figure out how to do this. So there's no wrong choice. I think. I agree. I agree. She says now, oh God, I hope this doesn't age poorly. <laughs> the breakout <laughs> event of the century. The uh, STLV super spreader event. <laughs> Dear. Gosh, okay. Oh my god, it'll be on TV. 
that's what we've always wanted. Hi, mom. <laughs> the, the Trekkies are beaming in for <laughs> for the super spreader event. With this, this we could call it the super warp event. Someone say Operation Warp Speed. <laughs> anyway, um, there are going to be plenty of things to do there, though. I mean, we're we're talking a little gloom and doom here, but there are going to be plenty of events and plenty of panels and things that we would normally have at these conventions. Oh so yeah, it's not like it's going to be tumbleweeds blowing through. There is going to be action to be had. You'll be able to do stuff. So. The, the, you know, the merch room will always be the merch room. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to do that. So, I mean, it's not, yeah, you just, it's just going to be compromised this year. You just, like, you, like Kayla said, you just have to go in knowing that you are not going to have the same experience you would have had two years ago. And if you can wrap your head around that, you can probably have a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. Just change what, you know, you, how you define it success, I think. Yeah. And like I said, we said earlier in the hour, you know, there's a ton of people coming. Shatner's coming. Takei is coming. Kelsey Grammer is coming. Brent Spiner's so, coming. So did I understand you correctly when you said you can do a photo op with Takei and Koenig and Shatner? And they're all going to stay in the same room together? Yeah, and the bridge. This, they're doing a bridge but, photo op. And maybe that'll get canceled between now and then. I don't know. But it, last time I looked, it was still on the website. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty unique opportunity. It is. Especially given how don't those guys hate each other? Uh, not really. Uh, I think I don't know at this point what what the deal is. Maybe they're mellowing out as they get older. I Who think knows? they mellowed out. Yeah. Just helping. So, so yeah. So that's probably one of the bigger photo ops I would think available at this point. And like I said, poor Brent will be standing in ten forward by himself. So <laughs> if you if you're lonely, if you if you want to help Brent relieve Brent of his loneliness. Uh, <laughs> So one of the things I was wondering is is with with creation not being behind it, if Will Wheaton would come, because doesn't he hate creation? He does. He will not come to a creation convention. So that is actually a pretty big positive for the losing license is there's a possibility that he would start coming to these again. Yeah. No, he's gonna end up he's going to uh Reed Pop. He'll go to Reed Pop. Yeah, he'll go to Reed Pop. I think he's already booked for it. He's like one of like four people that's been booked for the Reed Pop. Oh, that's excellent. So well, I appreciate you sharing all this information, Kayla, but I think it's time for you to cut to the chase. Hey. Boom, boom. So we also, you know, we have our perspectives on the, going to this convention as, you know, people who cover it as press and as convention goers. But we were really wondering about the perspective of the celebrity guests. You know, if, if you're a celebrity guest, how do you weigh the pros and cons about going to... SDLV this year. So um, we sat down and chatted with Chase Masterson, who has been involved, you know, has been going to SDLV for a very long time and has always been heavily involved in it, showing up at Quarks and hosting special events and things like that. So she has a really unique perspective, um, I think. Um, So let's uh, see what she had to say. So thank you so much, Chase Masterson, for sitting down with us today. Hey, Kayla. Great to be on the phone with you. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm great and excited about Vegas next week. Me too. And that's what we're here to talk about. Um, So we have been chatting, myself and the other uh, ShuttlePod crew members from Trek Movie, have been chatting a lot about the upcoming convention next week. Um, Yeah. It's on a lot of people's minds because it's happening, but also because it's a weird year this year. It's weird. Yeah. And we were really hoping to hear from you, um, not only to get the celebrity guest point of view, but, you know, I know you've been pretty involved in the creation convention, hosting events and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, you know the con very well. I do. That's, you could definitely say that. Um, I'm excited and I'm not afraid because creation is putting down really good parameters for us, putting a lot of, a lot of guardrails in place. Um, obviously, masks are important to wear inside. The Delta variant and other variants are very strong and dangerous. And even people who are vaccinated, which I am, can can get it. Um, 
we don't want that. Mm-hmm. It, I'm almost speechless at the thought of people who think it's not going to be them. That's just such a classic. It won't be me or it's not that bad. Yes, there are hundreds of thousands of people that we've lost and you don't want to be one of them and wear your mask. And not only that, you don't want to be responsible for somebody else being one of them. So wear your mask. So we're wearing our masks because we care about each other. And that's just part of this convention. It's part of who we are. And it's not a burden because we, we do want to all get back together. And this is the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. So as a, as a, someone who's attending as a celebrity guest, have, did creation um, offer, you know, did they communicate a lot with you about what was going to be happening in terms of COVID precautions or were you given options for that? Yes, actually, they put out a survey to the actors and then Lolita has been going back and forth. Lolita Faggio is, uh, manages a lot of us. She's been going back and forth and just every single dot of, I and cross the T on every single actor's um, comfort level and mm-hmm. and the fans' comfort level. And there are going to be, uh, there's going to be plexiglass and they're giving away masks. And as everyone's most likely heard, they are requiring either a vaccination or a negative COVID shot. And I think personally, that's wise. Mm-hmm. We don't want to lose each other. And, you know, you hear about people who are young, who are young and in good shape, and you don't know who this is going to hit. So rather than have to be afraid, we're going to be safe and wise, and then we can have a great time. How do you think it's going to, you know, one of the things we're really curious about is what the con's going to feel like. Is it going to, I mean, I think there's still going to be stuff going on, but how, how light do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be fun because people are ready to get back together and people do need support and friendship and, and fun. Um, I think it's completely understandable if people don't feel safe, you always have to follow your gut and your heart on that. And on the other hand, thankfully, thanks. Thankfully we have science and we, do have the vaccination and masks and the plexiglass. And while obviously it's going to be very difficult to have any form of real social distancing, um, we're, we're feeling like, you know, with masks or everyone has the option of having a plastic shield as well. Hmm. We, we feel like we can, we can be safe. Um, you know, those plastic shields, I love those. <laughs> um, so everybody has to follow their own heart on this, but I do want to remind everyone that Las Vegas has a mandate in, in, uh, it's not just creation. It's Vegas saying wear masks indoors. That's, that's their rule. So look, we love this show based on science. So let's follow the science. Yeah. It feels, you know, very Trekkian to want to do these things, to want to take precautions, to want to get together, but also, you know, have a healthy respect for what's going on. And yeah. 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 The whole thing, the whole thing and how it's being handled is very Starfleet. Mm -hmm. We miss each other. We want to get back together and talk about, you know, how it's been for us. I mean, people come to see each other at this con. It's not just coming to see the actors. Yeah. So there's so much to be said about community and something that in my real life I focus on a lot is mental health and we with Pop Culture Hero Coalition are really from from believers in that mental health matters and that we are all susceptible to you know to the to the effects of isolation which everyone has been in, on some form or another isolated this year. And, you know, thankfully we've had, you know, some people have had people and pods and all of that, but it's, it's not the same. Hmm. So I think everybody's ready to get back together for our own mental health. We need that. We need community. We need to have fun. It's so important that we know that when we have stress and when we're uncomfortable as masks can be, that we, go the extra mile to be a little bit kinder, to be a little bit more patient with each other and with ourselves. 
So, and I'm glad you, you brought up the Pop Culture Hero Coalition. Um, are you going to be doing anything um, related to that at the convention, or is anything going on with that right now? Yes, we are. There's a ton going on, Kayla. First of all, for people who don't know, I founded Pop Culture Hero Coalition in 2013 as the first ever organization to use stories from Star Trek and other pop culture to teach children and adults mental health. We love these stories. We love the heroism. We love the 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 way that they inspire us to be heroes for ourselves and each other. And such a big part of that is having mental health skills like resilience and empathy and being able to battle the enemy, which is not just the Borg. It's the enemy of depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. loneliness, fear. These are, this is all part of the stories that we love and it's part of our story so we've got this curriculum in schools called the heroic journey and it models what we see and love in these stories in trek and in every other film uh and and tv and it's really fun to be able to teach important crucial life skills to people in fun ways that aren't tedious but that are interesting so Anyway, we are the mental health organization for YMCA of the USA. And I have to say, Star Trek fans inspired me to form this coalition and to get this curriculum written. It's written by psychologists and veteran educators. Um, And the inspiration of it really was seeing how fans love these stories, which mirror our real lives. I'm just rambling here, but bottom line is, it's a really cool, relatable curriculum. And the way we fund it, and we go have this work in schools, free of charge for people, for schools that can't afford it. And we sell these Be Kind shirts. It's the greatest message, and it supports some really great work. So people can find those at our table at the 55-year mission. Excellent. And uh, they're reasonably priced, Be Kind, 25 bucks each. And that is kind of like crowdfunding a great cause, you know? Or you can get them at BeKindMerch.org. And we also have water bottles and totes and caps and a whole bunch of stuff. And we've got a panel on Sunday at 1130. And um, we've got Mary Chifo on the panel and Noah from Discovery. And uh, I forget who else has signed up, but it's, it's going to be really powerful. That's awesome. So come into our panel. Yeah, it's on the second stage, 1130 on Sunday really looking forward to all the stuff you've got going on at the convention. Um, thank you so much for, for chatting with us today. Really awesome to hear your perspective and to hear about what you've been working on and what you got coming down the pipeline. Thank you, Kayla. It's always so great to see you. And I just, I can't wait to see you in Vegas and I think it's going to be a blast. So everybody out there who can make it, I, I'm excited to see you there. And if you can't, I hope to see you soon. Be safe. And come and buy a t-shirt. Yes, be kind. Come see my table and uh, thank you for your support of the coalition's work. All right, guys. Well, I think, you know, we've talked about pretty much every angle of STLV this year. Yeah, we have. I'm still looking forward to going. You know, we've got a week until, you know, I I fly out in one week um, and then we'll be there the whole week. Truck movie will be there from Tuesday to Monday, most of us. Mm Uh, and we'll be carving it as usual um, and doing our usual kind of convention coverage of the panels and of the events and probably talking also about the vibe. You know, how do guests feel about the convention this year? What's it like? I think a lot of people who, especially those who normally go who aren't this year, are really wondering what it's going to be like. So we're hoping we can bring that to you. Um, and then maybe we'll even do a little um, post-convention debrief. Yes, I think this year, more than most years, will probably be a good time to do that. Yeah. And, and and for those who want to follow the action, uh, there's no better place to do it than trekmovie.com. So That's we, right. We, we look forward to getting um, more internet traffic uh, so we, <laughs> than we do ads. normally. Yes, be sure to click click on all the ads, uh, comment on all of our, our videos, uh, retweet everything we do, all that good internet <laughs> stuff. And do follow us on Twitter. We, we're very active on Twitter, particularly during conventions. So if you yes. want to get a glimpse of you know what it's like, see it through our eyes on our Twitter feed for sure. Yep. And look, we hope to see you there. And if you are there, please be safe and be well. And come by and say hello. Yes, absolutely.
Well, most of us wear Trek movie stuff on a day-to-day basis, so you're bound to see one of us. I'll be wearing my trekmovie.com uh, face mask. Yes. Yeah. All the and cool that kids thing will looks be wearing terrific. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. All right, guys. Well, maybe we'll see you in a week. Otherwise, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>